You're listening to Opinions and Beer. I prefer mead. You sent me to hell, Jason. I really just want to make everybody jealous. Hi. I'm a person from Earth. Listen, what are we talking about? I reckon it sounds like Opinions and Beer. You're the smartest dumb guys I've ever met. Player haters bomb. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Oh damn! Oh damn! These haters. You're a bunch of haters. Just a bunch of haters. Mashed potatoes. The player haters ball. Yeah, you got me some uh, French fried haters. Mm-hmm. I think we're doing two different skits. Oh, okay. No, yeah. you can keep doing no, this though. You know what? I'm Adam. You're Adam. I'm Adam. Congrats. And you're Amon. I am. I'm Amon. And we also have. Everybody, one four one six. Yo, this is opinions and Tim. beer. I'm, I just in my mirror. Beer man, man. <laughs> Today's we're jumping into this. I want you to join our Facebook group on Facebook, opinions and beer. Follow us on Twitter. We're gonna be trying to do more on Twitter. Follow us on everything. We're on, yeah, we're by, on everywhere. We are literally everywhere. By now, we probably have a million we followers. Have a, we have on, an IMDb uh, that you can give us 10 stars on. Twitter. We and have an IMDb page. We have a YouTube page. We have a Facebook page. We kind of have a, um, what was that, Tumblr? The Tumblr page? I don't know yeah, we, you can find us on uh, Instagram, <laughs> on Reddit. Instagram. Uh, are we on, on Reddit? Yeah, we're on 4chan. I don't know if we're on 4chan. Um, That'd be funny we're on, on um, Amazon Prime. Uh, we're on AOL. Spotify. We're on uh, um, Google. Uh, yeah, the ya- we're in the Yahoo Games section. Um, <laughs> we're also on eBay. You can find us at Opinions and Beer on eBay. Um, <laughs> there's also today's uh, uh, <laughs> Christian Christian Mingle. Christian Mingle. Um, uh, small streamers connect. The, big one too. the Christian Mingle one. Um, one. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're also on missionaries uh, with a mission. You know, Christians Mingle is the. Uh, it's our number one. That's the one that number one downloaded our uh, Wednesday Thirteen episode. Was it? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Christian Agogo uh, uh, go was Christian the name of. Uh, right. Exactly. Was the name of the exactly. episode. Um, uh, so we're all here. <laughs> To discuss something fun, we have a tournament going on. <laughs> the tournament of games. Yeah, games. man. Yeah. We're going to be chatting game characters. Yeah, Retro man. Retro game characters, whatnot. But today's beer of the day. Oh, it's so cool, man. It's Founders Green Zebra. It is a goose style ale brewed with watermelon and sea salt. Whoa, it is hey. 10 is IBUs. It is 4.6% alcohol by volume. And what were you saying? I'm sorry. I tried to cut you off because I got it so excited. This is the one that I've I've actually heard a little bit about. Um, I think it's no surprise to anybody listening right now. Right, right now, Founders... Is really high on the uh, most wanted list for a lot of uh, a lot of their beers, honestly. And um, yeah, well, I don't know. I really don't know that much about Founders. Like, why? Why do you think that Founders is such a sought-after beer right now? Do you think that it's name recognition? Yeah, found, I think founders. Like they made like one really two. good beer, and then from no, there. I mean the top. Well, the top two. 
Because, um, I mean, I'm not... Like, I like founders. founders. I just don't think that you they're... You don't have, have you had KBS? What's, what's that? Uh, Kentucky Bourbon Stout. Kentucky Bourbon Stout? Yeah. That's what got him famous. And then CBS, Canadian Bourbon Stout, is also the... I mean, that's like the two... They're two biggest fucking beers, and that's what made them so, so popular. So all they all they know how to do is put put things into bourbon barrels. It's what their big thing is. I mean, we've had their other. Well, stuff. I've got their a big thing decent, too, no? but that has nothing to do with it's this. What that's what their big thing is that they do, and uh, but they, they, they obviously they have other beers. Why are why is Founders at the top of everyone's list? We need to get to the bottom of I this. I told you why. KBS. I know, but you're saying that it's. What? 20 out of 10? That's what they say. It's what it's, it's kind of what popularized KBS's founders. You think founders almost, started that trend? Well, they popularized, yeah, they popularized the trend of like of aging, the, bur- the, the bourbon. bourbon barrel stout stuff. Okay, okay. So you like the big the big dog. I mean, I guess that I mean, makes sense though. Founder like founders and Dogfish Head have always been the big dogs of craft beer they're like the they're like barely they're like right there at the line of being craft beer and being a big beer and uh and founders i mean founders a little bit more than dogfish head because founders they they still manage uh it's like founders do founders does the really good stouts and then dogfish head does the really good ipas so it's like that's just what they're known for. Dogfish has known for the we have one twenty hundred twenty minute uh, IPA. Where the hundred hundred twenty minute IPA? Yeah, things like that where they like they hop, like they slowly hop their beer for hundred twenty minutes. Oh, like they have like a apparently they he's apparently when he first started making it he started making talk it. talk about job security. Apparently, when he first started making it, he made it with a. Um, He's like, I'm just gonna make this automated. incredibly slow. Apparently, he automated. <laughs> he, uh, he. This he, guy's like, you know what? <laughs> They're never gonna fucking fire me. He well, there's a 60 minute IPA, a 90 minute IPA, and a 120 minute. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, exactly. Somebody's stealing money from the he, company. He automated, and it's that guy. He automated a foosball table to like kick the hop into the rear yeah you want to know why it's because he was paid for a hundred and like 12 minutes more than everyone else doing the (laughs) same fucking job i guess so it's like hey guys guess what i had time to do i mean uh guess what i did interesting i'm sorry that's that's cracking me up I wanted to take a good picture of this. <laughs> this, this leech, leech at the workplace. We all have we all have somebody that does that. They spend fucking 112 minutes on the toilet, and then they come and work for eight, eight minutes right. for their 120 minute shift. <laughs> but uh, green zebra. I'm gonna. Uh, we're gonna try this beer. Then we're gonna get into. We're gonna be drinking this beer throughout the episode and uh, doing a. Um, a nice conversation about video game characters and we're going to figure out which of these lists of the list that I have is the best video game character. Sonic. You say that now. Master Chief. You say, well, okay. Etzio. All these are kind of older. Um, 
Kratos. It's kind of tur- tournament style, so we'll see what happens. Uh, Eddie Eddie Gordo. Let's try this beer. Um, who's some other oh man, it smells like watermelon. Oh, I guess Mario's a good one too. I like I like that it smells like what it says already. Oh, sorry, I got so entranced by the conversation topic. Yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely got a whole now, lot okay. of watermelon. So this isn't a sour, so, but it tastes sour. But okay. I think the sourness is the sea salt. So I want to say that first and foremost, I think that we really need to applaud the art. I like whenever, I love whenever companies sit there and they go out of way to make their box art cool. Yeah. And this has a um, green zebra. <laughs> one that's very high, by the way. <laughs> I guess. Well, it's probably like, hey, dude, you shouldn't be seeing a green zebra, is what this green zebra is saying. He's kind of judgmental, and I don't know how I feel about that. Like, look at, I know, you do, look, you're not looking at your cane. No, look at that judgmental ass zebra, dude. He's, uh, he's just staring at me. Yeah, no, he's not. It's like, it's like he's like, what? What do you mean you haven't tried the KBS from Founders? Like, that's that's <laughs> what the look. Mean? Yeah, what do you mean? Like, I tried CBS, though, that uh, 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 Raymond, who was on the show for um, Cause of Death, he oh, yeah, yeah, review Cause of Death with us. He had uh, left a bottle for us to try, or for me, for I don't know for who to try. It was, I think it was already open or something, but that the bottle of the uh, that's usually the best uh, beers Canadian? are the ones that are always already no, open when you go to try them. I think it, I think it came. I'm somehow, pretty sure a lot of people probably came. somehow it came in a way that they were able to close. It came in a way where you can close it. <laughs> okay. So it's not like it's open, open. It's like it was made to be poured and then closed. Like a like how like a soda has like a cap on. Was there a cap on it or something? I, I don't know. I can't remember now. Okay. Is that a cork or something? I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Something weird. Yeah, no. Some or the old the, school style. Like yeah, a lot, I was about to say a lot of the old, older school like beers like that have the yeah the pop tops pop on tops, them where like you can, it's like a growler, got like a growler. Is that what they're called? Growlers? Uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Where you can, <laughs> but you can sit there and like it has like this little thing that you can turn. Yeah. And it pops it open, yeah. and then you can put it back there and then tighten it back down, and it reseals it. Yeah. And that's kind of like. I mean, for a long time they were using that. Um, I think they were using that, and they were doing wa- like the wax around it right. for the like initial seal. Mm. But they kind of stopped doing the wax thing. Now we're seeing once again like the wax stuff like take yeah. come back. I know, and it's How annoying. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It is, it's definitely annoying, but at the same time, you know, it is like, it is a good way to keep the beer fresh. Yeah. Like, I, I think that it's a really good, just because I don't know how to properly open, like, a wax <laughs> bottle, you know, I feel like we shouldn't judge people on that. Right. You know. This thing's kind of tart. Oh, shit. Let me try this beer. Okay. It almost tastes like a watermelon grape juice. Like watermelon juice. Whoa! Tastes like watermelon, like a like apple juice. Watermelon. Wow, that has juice. got some. Uh, that's got some intense flavor in it. Like, and it's not bad. Like that's a. This is a really 
good. This is like a kickback. Good flavorful beer. This is like a kickback outside beer. Like a very. You know what it tastes like? It kind of it kind of tastes like a cider. Yeah. Yeah, it has cider notes. Yeah, man, it tastes kind of like a just a like really strong just, cider. I think that has a lot to do with like, it's like just watermelon the, cider. I think just like it's it's it literally what it says on the. You know, we've, we've had this problem before with other beers where, like, they don't, they don't taste like what they say. And no. This, this, this tastes exactly like, like what it says. But, <laughs> so what is it? You said Goose or Ghost Style yeah, Goose L. Style. Goose it's, style. A, it's an older style. Um, it's not necessarily, you know, some, some people are labeling this, this as a sour. And granted, it has a sour taste to it. No, man. It was, sours, more, it was like sours sweet. Have, sours have particular yeast in them. So you can't just say because it, just because just it has, because a beer tastes sour doesn't mean it's a sour, right? Yeah. So some people are labeling it as sour. It's like uh, I'm not sure about that. So that's that's kind of a, a, something that's a mischaracterization then. So I'm I mean I'm glad that we're bringing this up then because you know a lot of people before if you would have told me if you would have told like asked me I would have told you that you know there was no difference between this and a normal so sour. So goose is a warm fermented beer. That originate that originated in Goslar, Germany. It is usually brewed with at least fifty percent of the grain bill being malted wheat. So fifty percent of the grain is malted wheat. Okay. So, yeah. so that's why it tastes like it came well, out of a forty. So it's malted wheat instead of so gooses use malted wheat instead of like maybe a stout would use malted barley or something. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Malted different part of the thing. Yeah, and no, I'm actually. Uh, it makes sense. In a lot of the wheat styles like that, mm-hmm. this is exactly what they 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 have that natural like kind of sourish taste. Okay. Yeah. I believe you. That's from from every wheat wheat style beer that I've had. Like I don't know if you've tried uh, locally. We have like the Galveston Tiki Is it beer. Where we've been drinking stouts today, and you drink this one, it's like usually the stouts are the are the better are the are like yeah. the the flavors of the day, and this yeah. one's like no, this one this one kicks the shit out of probably the past like five beers we've tried. Like this is the most flavorful beer I've had in a while. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't even taste like it's a beer. It tastes like it's like a cider almost because there's so much of that watermelon and sea salt flavor. Woo! Pretty good. What were you saying though? Did I interrupt you? Um, no, I was just commenting on the fact uh, that like the Galveston Tiki wheat is something that we have locally over here that kind of derives from the same sense in the wheat style. Yeah, oh, this is really good. You know what it tastes like, though? It's kind of, uh, yeah, it's like, it's perfect. It's exactly what it says it is. It's an, it's a watermelon and sea salt ale. It tastes like something you could potentially get at Renfest. <laughs> like, it's really well done. Okay, really well done. You want to write this beer now or later? Um, I would definitely like to get a like it's an intense flavor, so I haven't been able to get much of it down. Okay, like I, and I think that that might. The problem is, I think that 
like I really like this beer, mm-hmm. but it's very intense, and I feel like that. And that's sea salt. Mm, yeah. Is that the aftertaste? Sea yeah. Salt man. It's so good. Oh, it's really good. It's really good, but I just I don't think that the average drinker is gonna taste this and be like, "Oh yeah, this is really good." Like, no, they're going to taste this, and they're going to be like, this is way too intense, and then, like, run to the bathroom and throw up or something. I really, like, because, like, when it hits, it hits, and it hits hard and fast, and you get flavors. So, I mean, like, I, there's no way I can mark this under, like, a seven. Like, it's at, at very minimum an eight. Yeah. Probably give, minimum. I'll probably end up giving it a nine. Anything because because it's like the flavors are just it's exactly what it says. It it tastes great, and just I don't know I don't know man. <laughs> so you want to get into this tournament and then we'll talk about it at the, at the end. Yeah. Okay, Edray one four one six. Go ahead and join us here. We're gonna talk about some game characters, and uh, and Amon. Um, I'll be honest with you, Amon. I'm not too knowledgeable about some of these characters, so I want your help. Yeah, I, your I could. Help. I can tell you, like that's Croc. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do: is this is a tournament, so we're gonna have two characters battling. We're gonna say who's the better character and who had the better games. If okay. You can help. Okay. So if you're judging by games, then a lot of these characters are gonna be uh, misconstrued and thrown out the window immediately. I wouldn't say I wouldn't judge it on how good their game is. I think we are. I think if we're basing on character, we should go off like character okay. design. So we're doing because Croc's game sucked overall. We're doing like overall. His, his game sucked. We're doing overall. Okay. Okay. So the first one is we're doing Gex versus Croc. See, that's hard because <laughs> here's here's the deal. Croc is a really good character. Okay. Gex is an amazing character. Here's the thing. Croc did not have a good game. Gex's first game wasn't a good game. But Gex's second game and Gex's third game are some of the some of my favorite games I've ever played. Gex? Gex. Edward, have you played either Gex or uh, Croc? I don't know anything about Croc, but... I know a lot about Gex because Gex was very instrumental in the success of the PlayStation, especially at the peak of its popularity. So so the reason why you don't know much about Croc is because he was more of an international character. Oh, was he? Yeah. Look, they have Croc 2. Made Croc 2 and... Uh... Yeah, but no one played that. <laughs> no one played Croc. Except, except for, like, little international kids. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, man. Croc is... Croc is a good character. Look at it. He's not a bad character. He's a friendly character, and he's got a lot of but potential. But compared to Gex, you're right. Gex looks so cool. Gex is one of the coolest video game characters ever fucking created. Like, you bringing him right out of the gate, swinging, like, it's it's going to be hard for me to pick another character. Like, I, uh, I remember being in high school, and I actually did, like, uh, uh, there was, like, this art, art contest where... They had this molt, mul- it was like this black uh, trace paper or whatever. And whenever you, you'd take like this, uh, uh, almost like 
those uh, uh, scrapers or whatever. And whenever you'd scrape it, it would create a rainbow color. And you... I, cre- I made like uh, the boss of Gex. I sat there and created that in that, that rainbow color. And it was so cool. You think the popularity of uh, Gex inspired the, char- the character of the Gecko from Geico? What? Uh, it's yeah. Quite different. Yeah, little mix up right there, but we had a totally mixed up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, man. So yeah, Crocs. I can't believe the Crocs was just a like just more of an international hit. And but you haven't heard more of a uh, what's happening to Gex? Is Gex getting into reboot at all? Or? Uh, Gex fell into some really bad uh, hot water mm-hmm. uh, for a while because I've. Like, if you guys, if you, you must not, you must not know this. You must not have played the, the second, the third, uh, Gex game. No. Okay. So Gex 3D, if you go back to the picture that you brought up right there, it's the one where, uh, he's like, he looks like a spy or whatever. Okay. Guys. Okay. So, um, there, he, he goes through and one of the first or second level levels is uh this asian world it's like hong kong and it gets like it gets like super racist super fast (laughs) no yeah like it's like and it's kind of one of those time-based things at the time like nobody was like oh this is racist but like if you go back and you look at it now you're like holy shit what the because like you as soon as he gets to the like Hong Kong area or whatever, like he can immediately fly and do kicks and stuff. And everybody's got like big teeth and <laughs> he, like it's it's no. yeah, it's not good. He can fly. Yeah. So it's like 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 Japanese like movies and stuff like Asian movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It that Gex's whole the third the third game Gex 3D or whatever Gex Undercover whatever the name of that is I can't see it from here, but um, that game he went like he did like these spy missions and okay. so there was a bunch of different themed levels there were movie themed levels and. Um, some of them were really cool, but you know, some of them didn't fly. And nowadays, there's actually a lot of copyright issues that they, like, they can't, they can't reproduce that. So, so the creators got the sit sh- the shit suit out of them. Also, there were a couple of different uh, like things in the game that shouldn't have been in the game. Jeez. Like. Yeah, like there was a lot of weird scandals with Gex. Like, oh my. like he's a, he's a cool character that I wish we could see more of. And you're saying, but you're saying that even though the controversy, his games were good. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't don't let me confuse you. Uh, uh, two and three were good. Were good. The first one was not good. And so you're saying, but you're saying nothing about. Um, uh, Croc was good, besides the character design. The character Croc was good. The levels, this is the deal. Croc beats the original Gex. Okay. It does. Gex 2 and 3, there is no comparison because it's a, it's different games. Okay. Because, like, it goes from, like, a platformer to a fully 3D environment with movies in it. 
Oh wow. Yeah, like it's it's totally wow. different. It's like it's totally different gameplay. So who do you get? Also, the, uh, also Pamela Anderson was in it. Who do you? Uh, Pamela so, uh, Anderson was in it. Overall, who do you give your vote to? I don't know, man. It's, it's <laughs> Ed Ray, who do you give your vote to? Gex. I guess Gex. Yeah. Yeah, Gex. So Gex moves on. <laughs> well, our second round, we have Spyro the Dragon. Holy shit! Spyro is versus such the a Jersey good Devil. Oh wow, wow, yeah. So, um, most people aren't gonna know the second character. I think they, uh, the newer generations are definitely gonna know Spyro because he they branched out everywhere. They did, they did the Skylanders. Skylanders event. Um, they actually just remade or remastered uh, Spyro. the Spyro games. But Jersey Devil has not been touched since Inception. What do you mean? Like, like they made Jersey Devil, and it was a cool game. Like, I liked it. Um, it, it was similar, huh? It wasn't like a platformer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was kind of uh, an open-world uh, game. Yeah, look at him. He looks fucking where, crazy. What is he, like a rabbit? No, he's Jersey Devil. What is that? You never heard the story of the Jersey Devil? No, tell me. Really? Okay, so the Jersey Devil is kind of like the Chupacabra, except in Jersey. Okay. And that's that's essentially it. He's just, he he's collects like, pumpkins? I don't... Probably not. Probably... I mean, like, I don't I don't know. It's, uh, is Jersey's, like, a chief export pumpkins? I don't know. It, sh- it shows, like, a pumpkin icon, and it has, like, numbers next to it. Okay. Pumpkin um, and like this swirly thingy, that maybe a time limit or something. Yeah, no, that's a tail. Okay. That's a that's a devil tail. Okay. That's uh, twirled about, I guess. This is life, maybe. Um, so this is actually hard because like I I have a special place in my heart for the Jersey Devil because I really liked that game and I liked I liked playing that game. And then going, and this was the very, very, very early days of the internet. So, like, the levels look pretty cool, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Um, after playing that game, I went and, like, researched news on the Jersey Devil. And this was back in the days where uh, news wasn't a very yeah. big or whatever. So, like, original Spyro was so dumb. What do you mean? I mean,. It- that's why I never, I never knew why it got so big. Cause I did not like, like the new, the new Spyros, They all look all like, they all look really good and 3D or whatever. But look, like if you look at this, this old, the, the original Spyro, and you look at the Jersey Devil, the Jersey Devil looks way cooler than the. Well, yeah, but that's because this is a de- original like, Spyro. This is a deal, man. Spyro was based off of like E for Everyone, like like Spyro was made as like. This is E for Everyone. Dude, Jersey Devil was not, though. E for Everyone. It, okay, it may have the rating E for Everyone, but look at the look at the character. Go back and look at... Yeah, I'm at, looking at him. No, the Jersey Devil was definitely created for an older audience. like An older E audience? Yes, an older E audience. <laughs> an older everyone that's, audience? That's what I'm e saying. E for Everyone. He, Jersey Devil was way edgier. Okay. At the time. Now Spyro's super edgy. What does it do? Spyro? Yeah. He uh he burns sheep, on purpose. Yeah, he eats he them. Did. What do you do in the uh, old one? 
He he ran and then he rams things uh, in the butt. Is that what he did in the old one? Yeah. Then what's the difference? Um, I would actually say that uh, Spyro, the first one, Spyro, the second one, were both very good games. I didn't like uh, Spyro Year of the Dragon, which was his third one. The third game was horrible? Yeah. No, it wasn't horrible. I just said, uh, I, I, ju- I didn't like it. Like, other people think that that was the best one. I don't. So you're saying it's hard to choose because... We look. This is the problem. Is is we don't have enough Jersey Devil to, to compare. Yeah, I think this so is one. I think this is a bad matchup, man. Because Spyro is such a big, awesome character. There's only so many characters, so you yeah. just gotta put them together. Jersey Devil, man, I cannot put a price on the nostalgia and fun I had researching. Okay, that's one. Would here's you, a, here's the problem. Would you rather a second Jersey Devil or a sixth? fourth Spyro? <laughs> I definitely, I'd rather a second Jersey Devil. But this is the problem: is I might just have weird nostalgia because I enjoyed the old days of the internet, where you could research Bigfoot, the Loch Ness monster, and, and the, the Jersey, Jersey Devil. Devil, and the information on the internet wasn't proven Look, wrong. They weren't proven wrong at the time. So, so like, I went to bed, and I was scared that, like, the Jersey Devil, even though I lived in Texas... Look, he can fly. The Jersey Devil, Devil can fly just like Spyro. Exactly, because he's a He was devil. just like Spyro. <laughs> Except he's a Jersey Devil. They, have, they almost have the same fucking game. I don't know. It does, it does look very similar, though. <laughs> it like, it like... looks exactly like the same game. Like... <laughs> So, so I mean, if we okay, so I guess because Jersey De- should we but judge that, it? That's one? because they were trying to make edgy characters. Like PlayStation had super edgy characters like Crash Bandicoot, Jersey Devil, Spyro. Ed Ray, what's your thoughts on? Have you heard of Spyro or Jersey Devil? What's your thoughts on these characters? Never heard of Jersey Devil, but obviously I know a lot about Spyro. I may have played, I want to say, twenty minutes with the gameplay on Spyro, and I thought. It was decent. I mean, it was hard for me to get engaged to it, but it's not a bad game. And uh, who would you um, who would you vote for? Who's the better character? Uh, would you say? <sighs> kind of a tough one after hearing Eamon's point, but I'm I'm gonna have to go with Spyro. Yeah, no, don't don't. Uh, like I said, nostalgia for the Jersey Devil is not necessarily. Like, it was sparked for me from this game, but that's not because this was a good game. <laughs> like, it was just, a, it was an interesting concept that we hadn't, that hadn't been done before. So Spyro, hands down. Spyro's a real, like, it's hard for any of these characters to beat Spyro. So Spyro. Okay, so Spyro moves on. Jersey Devil it has been eliminated. But, uh, I mean, I really did want to give a strong a strong love for the Jersey Devil there. This so. next one is sort of like a... Um, this one's a weird one we're going to get into. A weird one. Okay. You might not even know these characters. You might not know these characters. These are in the... So we got Spanx from Whiplash. Hold on. Let me look at them. But that's Spanx. And he throws a... He, Spanx is... He's tied to a fucking rabbit. And he, like, uses the rabbit as, like, a weapon. 
and it's very uh has very crude whoa whoa okay uh, it has very uh crude humor um I does. what system is are these all playstation yeah ps2 yeah playstation ps2 okay so you might not know that character, so he, I, I I doubt he's gonna win this, but I wanted to talk about him because he was a um, he was kind of like he he was a very he was edgy. <laughs> he looks like the uh, he had a very edgy game. He looks like the original form of Sly Cooper. The, like it looks uh, okay. He he looks like two different characters. He looks like. A very primitive version of Sly Cooper that isn't actually a raccoon. He's a weasel, right? That, yeah. that thing's a weasel. Yeah. Okay. But, oh, man. But he also looks like uh, there was an old game created by uh, Epic Games Okay. back in the day. It was the like Rabbit Commando game. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I can't remember what the name of it is. And most gamers will be mad at me. <laughs> because it's... I've actually talked about on stream a couple of times, too. Uh, anyways, you guys know what I'm talking about, though. It's, it's the the rabbit game that Cliff, Cliff Blazinski... That was his first game that he ever made. I don't know. Sean Mountain. It was a, it's like... I don't know. I'm sorry. It's some type of rabbit... <laughs> He's, he's like a rabbit with a bunch of guns, and he shoots everything with like Easter egg grenade launchers and stuff like that. Like, oh really? Yeah, yeah. That's it's really funny. It's a really, really good game. It was a Sonic. It was like a Sonic ripoff with guns. Oh my god! And the main character was a rabbit. That's pretty cool. But this character looks like a mixture of that and Sly Cooper. Yeah, I mean, um, but I don't get the bunny thing. Like what's the what's bunny? Up? The bunny's kind of like a um, he's like the smart one, I guess, and he has like a lot of like smart quips, and but he's used as a weapon, like the because but like he's not as strong as the um, the other character, and he's like they're like fighting scientists and like have a lot of crude jokes, and it's kind of it's a very underrated game, it's very edgy, and um, I will I I put him. It looks super edgy, and I like the people that the listeners at home they don't understand right now. We're looking at. A weasel with like a Rambo uh, bandana on. No, uh, no, no. And he's, he's, got, he's being experimented on. Okay. So and he has like wires in his head. Oh, okay. He's got wires in his head. But also he has like a, a, a slavery style chain wrapped around his arm and linked to a rabbit um, that, I'm a, that he apparently grabs the whip. And then and slaps beats, beats, yeah, beats people, people with the rabbit, with the rabbit that rabbit. is attached to a chain on the other side of his arm. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying, like, you never wow. played this? No, I'm. Ne- I've never even seen this. That's, that's why, why I'm, I'm upset. Like, I've, I've been that's why my that. mind is. Blo- I'm like, whoa, dude. Like that's, this. This game. I would. I would have definitely played it though. Yeah. Like this. It's so sad too, dude. So, that like games like this will never see. The light of day again, and this was like a this was rated teen or whatever. This was like a teen version of a it was like a teen PlayStation Two version of who I put it against, and that I was about is to say it looks like like Conquer's Bad Friday. Yeah, Conquer, Conquer, yeah. And I didn't like Conquer's game though. You did. Conquer's a good character. I like I like the mini. I like the weird. I like the weird stuff in it. Yeah, yeah. Like the Matrix scenes where you get to just shoot people and you go slow motion. All the weird um. 
uh, side stuff. Did you did you play the uh, Banjo Kazooie games? Um, briefly, and they're very similar. Yeah, essentially, Conquer's uh, Conquer's game was Banjo Kazooie, except for like adults. Okay. And uh, it was a ma- it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Like like Conquer and Conquer's is, funny m- is memorized forever for a damn good reason that it was one of the best games ever created. Also, one of the worst. Huh? I wanted to make a fine distinction there. It's one of the best games created, but it was also one of the worst. <laughs> Why? Uh, because a giant singing uh, mountain of shit throws shit balls at you. <laughs> okay. In a fight, while, <laughs> while it's singing about shitting on you. Maybe is it, how many how many conquer games are there? Just one. Just the Conquer's Bad Fur Day? Well, um... Or Fur Day okay. was the second one. Okay, no, 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 Conquer's Bad Fur Day was his breakout game. Okay, this is... A, it's a really hard way to describe it because Rare had the plans to make several different games. And they all origi- originated around the characters that they created with Diddy Kong Racing. Okay. okay. In Diddy Kong Racing, you had characters like Banjo and Kazooie, um, a lot of other ob- obscure ones, uh, and then like Conquer the Squirrel was one of them. And they took those the the characters from them and they branched them off into other games. And then obviously Banjo did Banjo Kazooie. Conquer had Conquer's Bad Fur Day, which um, originally was supposed to be a kids game. But it didn't work out that way. <laughs> you cheating bastards! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cheating um, bastards. And it, it was actually supposed to be like a trilogy or something like that. Like Conquer was supposed to be its own series, but they couldn't. They couldn't get the okay. I want to say for like for the base game yeah. by itself of Conquer. So they just they just dialed everything up to eleven, and that's what Conquer's Bad Fur Day was. And I love I love it, and we will never ever see a game of its caliber like like it. I would have to say Conquer's Bad Fur Day was one of the most like edgiest games we will ever see, I uh, like of all time, like. I mean, the only thing that was close to it around the time was BMX Triple X. Oh, we're like, we're like nude. Yeah, we're like, it was, <laughs> it was so stupid. Like it was just Wait, it was Dave Mira's BMX, except that same time whenever he jumped up and did a, a, did a spin move or whatever. Like the character's top came off. Didn't they see? Um, did they do a Playboy the Mansion game? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. And they did like BMX triple. Are you saying BMX triple? I, I would. X? I would say probably uh, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, uh, Leisure Leisure Suit Larry, and like oh BMX, yeah, forget BMX triple X were probably the most controversial of the time. Out of those three games, only one was good. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, like Conquer's Bad Fur Day got the most publicity and it got the most exposure. Like it was more available in places than BMX. BMX Triple X came out several years after. It was more of a PlayStation Two game, I want to say, mm-hmm. whereas this was an N sixty four game. Right. 
So, and then Leisure Suit Larry was actually before Conquer's Bad Fur Day. What? But yeah, yeah, but it was on PC. Okay. So, like, unless you knew where to download it <laughs> or where to buy it, like you weren't getting it. Right. Whereas this, readily available. If your if your parents didn't know what they were renting you, you <laughs> could you could get this rented from like Blockbuster. <laughs> Conquer's Bad Fur. I just remember that they had they had the big Matrix. Um, level or whatever, and that was fun. And but I tried playing it on a ROM a few months back, maybe. Yeah. When I had ROMs on my one of my computers, and um, I just thought like the first, like, I was on the first, maybe because I couldn't, I, I was, I just didn't want to get past the first level. But like the first level was just so like, it was, it felt so plain. Well, um, yeah. But maybe because um, of age. One of one of at the time. One of the things is that makes you probably think that they did do a sequel or whatever is the fact that they I want to say for PlayStation 2 they remastered it. They remastered Conquer's Bad okay. Fur Day. They added a few more missions and upgraded the content and upgraded the visuals. Okay. So and instead of like censoring a few things they just let it be completely uncensored. <laughs> so it was kind of like they were... Because, like, they could only get away with so much with Conker's Bad Fur Day. Like, it really wasn't even, like... It really wasn't even that bad. But for the time that it was released, like... The majority of Americans, like, identified it as, as Christians during the 90s. Right. Like, like majority of Americans... Uh, identified in polls as Christians. So, like, whenever stuff like this came out... It was controversial as Yeah, hell. it was super controversial. But, like, now we look back at it, and it's like... Like, there were a couple boob jokes and a couple of shit jokes. And, yeah. like, that's it. Right. Like, it wasn't that bad. Like... Yeah. And you cheating bastards! <laughs> the devil or whatever in the cheat code. Yeah. You... Ed Ray, what do you think about um, these characters, and what uh, what's your opinion? What was the character in Whiplash? Uh, Spanks. Yeah, I'm sorry about that because Eamon talked his head off for too long. Well, anyway, I don't know anything about <laughs> Whiplash, but uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, uh, I mean, it was a very controversial game. It was Rare's most controversial game ever made. And it was a real shame that uh, Rare didn't develop Conker the way they wanted to because of some certain issues regarding uh, production or something like that or Nintendo being... Well, Nintendo was wanting to push the envelope at the time with the Nintendo 64, despite the fact that we were about to enter another generation of gaming. So, Conker's Bad Fur Day came at a time where the N64 was beginning to wind down because of the uh, PlayStation 2 era and Dreamcast and all that other stuff. So, they had to come up with something a little bit innovative. And let's not deny that uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day, even though it's very controversial, it was also innovative, but... Due to the controversy at the time and the shift in the gaming market, of course, uh, Conker's Bad Fur Day didn't do very well in sales, but it did get the most publicity out of uh, all these controversial games at the time. True enough. Hey, do you do you know or remember if uh, if it required the expansion pack? Well, really, really don't know. I mean, compared to Donkey Kong. 
Probably not, but you'd have to find out for yourself. I can't remember if it was released before or after Donkey Kong 64. I think it was released after Donkey Kong 64, but I really have no clue. Okay. So, um, I feel like it's obvious... I just want, I, but yeah, I, I, I feel, I feel bad for Whiplash. I know. I just not, want everyone to even know who he was. I know. I just want everyone to know that Whiplash, very underrated character, but he was, um, he was kind of like a um, cult. He had a he had a small cult following. Yeah, cult classic. yeah. And you you can find obviously you can find um, like gameplay online of it, and you know there's a lot of like streamers that have uh, streamed it recently. Like they went ahead and streamed it recently, like a. I don't know where they're playing it. I don't know if they're somehow they're. I don't know, you know. I don't know how streaming works. How they're playing all these old games that you can't get on. Uh, I mean, it depends. Some most most of them are emulated. Okay. Um, some of them, like people will actually go out and uh, and get and find uh, some of these. Like some of the streamers that I know, uh, that usually will do like retro games like that, or games that are hard to find. They get. They live overseas, like uh, international, like Europe. Okay. So it's easy for them to maybe take a trip to China or to Japan, where they have these all of these games marked down for just unbelievably cheap prices. Right. And they have these giant, giant like knockoff uh, games where they they bundle like a shitload of games for like almost free. <laughs> like Jeez. so and, and and but the the thing is is like they're not like licensed. Okay. They're not licensed games over there, but they can get away with selling them like that. And just some of the some of the laws and stuff like that, the production laws aren't enforced over there because no one cares. No <laughs> you one know cares. like like why would they, why would they care when they can get what they want for super cheap? So uh so that means I think we're going to go ahead and say Conger moves forward. Yeah. Um, sorry, Spanx Whiplash, but go ahead and look sorry, that up. Spanx. You know, you know what the seeing uh, the Whiplash stuff reminded me of, hmm. like some other games from from PlayStation are just like completely unknown. Like uh, like Wild Nine was a good one. Okay. Um, developed by like Interplay. It's just crazy because there's all these games that people don't even know about that kind of faded into obscurity. Well, because internet wasn't. Well, I mean, I guess it was big. Not, wasn't as not, big as no, now. Not as that big. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. All right now, we, we know every game that's coming out. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. Or we can find it, you well, know? Well, yeah, like marketing techniques and stuff are totally different now, yeah. too. So. so at the time, it was just like hard to find stuff. Um, so our next one, this is a big one. We got Banjo-Kazooie versus oh my god crash bandicoot oh ed ray go first as good as banjo kazooie was i mean the nintendo 64 was already getting ground due to diddy kong racing and super mario 64 but crash bandicoot was a big deal for the playstation because crash bandicoot basically poured the foundation for the playstation one and it also, the popularity of this also led to a series of other games that would subsequently make the PlayStation one of the best consoles of all time, you know. And eventually, Sony would become the king of video games. Now, the thing with Crash Bandicoot was, compared to uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Crash Bandicoot was innovative in terms of gameplay and uh, character design, level design. I mean, it was 
a very fun game for its time. I mean, yeah, it was hard, and sometimes you'd spend hours and hours trying to figure out stuff, but Crash really set the standard for the PlayStation at the time. Okay. Um... Shoot, I mean, what's the what would you say the biggest difference is between these two games? In the I mean, the, and the characters and no, I'm going to talk about these two characters. These are probably characters. My two, one of my like some of my two favorite video game characters. So, okay. I'm I'm going to let you talk for a moment okay. Before I get um, into it. Uh, let's let's start. Did you play? Ban- a, did you play Banjo Kazooie? A little bit. Did you play Crash Bandicoot? A little more. A little more. Only because more people had it. I feel like more people. I feel like more people had Crash Bandicoot. All right. How do you feel about judge it off of the entire games, like level design? How many banjos were there? One, two. There was two banjo kazoos. Mm-hmm. Yep. And there's f- three crashes. Yeah, there were three three Crash Bandicoots. There was Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 2, Wrath of Cortex, Crash Bandicoot uh, 3 Warped. And then the fourth one wasn't a Crash Bandicoot game. It was just Crash Team Racing. Or Crash, like, Nitro Kart Racing. You know what? I feel like I watched people play these games more than anything. Yeah. And I... Well, you de- if you ever went to either of my houses, I feel like, like yeah, for sure, you definitely saw me play. I this feel like game. I I I liked. I think Banjo Kazooie was Banjo Kazooie was kind of like Mario sixty four, huh? It was in a very s- similar. Maybe Banjo. I don't. I don't like Crash. Not a lot of people do. You'd be really surprised at the amount of people that don't like Crash Bandicoot. I mean, it's just like a. It's weird. It's like the only thing I remember about Crash Bandicoot. Well, cause I, I mean, I was trying to. I, I mean, I we even own Crash. We own Crash Bandicoot. I didn't buy it, but <laughs> we own we own Crash Bandicoot. And it's like I'm just like, where's that level where you run from the boulder? I mean, where's that? <laughs> you know, where's the? It's it's the fifth one. Okay. <laughs> I can tell you because I haven't memorized. <laughs> where's the torture. level that you run from the boulder? Um, I don't know. Did do. do do the Crash games change at 2 and 3? Yes. 1 and 2 are totally different than 3. 1 is just a solo platformer where you just... It's a platformer all the way through. Well, no. No, you don't. But but you it, in, in a sense, yeah, you like kind of go on very linear levels okay. in 1. And I want to say 2. I, don't, I honestly haven't beaten 2. I'm going to here soon. But I had such I had such a horrible time playing Crash Bandicoot recently because they re- they recently remastered yes. the Crash Bandicoot games and for people that don't know already Crash Bandicoot the the new the new version of it is insanely difficult it will make you like you'll create new curse words and that's not an exaggeration. It's just the most frustrating fucking experience ever. And that's not necessarily how the original games were. Because I beat the Crash Bandicoot games when I was like 10. Right. 
and I had no problem. Maybe your brain's too slow now. No, so no. <laughs> so here's here's the problem. Is supposedly um, about five or six years ago, mm-hmm. they prepared the games to do a PC. Whoops, sorry. To do a PC port mm-hmm. of it, and whenever they did, there were like hitbox issues, like location issues. Like whenever you jump. It may feel like you're jumping and you're landing here mm-hmm. on the original PlayStation. Yeah. And then whenever you do it on the PC, it fucks up and it doesn't hit that point and you die. Or like something right. something might be even near you, not even hit you, and you die from it. And that was caused from the, the issues from them porting it. The new remastered version that they just released is essentially just they reskinned the PC port. So whenever the so it's much harder now. Whenever people go to play it, it's it's because they didn't properly do they didn't oh, do like shit. a full remaster like they should have. And um, so that's that's one of the issues. Cuz it really wasn't cuz I was like as I was playing through it, I was like, dude, I don't remember this game being that hard. Like how did I beat this so easy <laughs> in the past and then now I can't beat this one level. Right? Yeah. So, I'm going to comment on this and say that um, Banjo-Kazooie is probably, like, my second or third most favorite, like, video game characters of, of all time. Like, the, like I, really, I really loved that game. I really loved the level design. And I think that the level design for Banjo-Kazooie is amazing. Banjo-Tooie? is some of the best level design you'll ever fucking see. Like, it was just amazing. And uh, the interconnectivity of the game is so well done. It's just a better game. Yeah. Hands down. Better game. That being said, Banjo-Kazooie is not a better character than Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot is a better character. He just is. I'm sorry, guys. Did you say... Uh, Banjo! Who'd you say, Crash or Banjo? Uh, I say Crash Bandicoot. Okay, so I, it doesn't matter what I say, but I'm going to say Banjo-Kazooie. But Crash well, Bandicoot... Well, that's what I'm saying. The level design and the game, Banjo-Kazooie, right, the was character. much better. I don't know. Gr- also, Cr- Crash, though, Crash also Bandicoot though, looks like were... a prissy, pushy, pussy-ass... No, no. See, that's the thing is Crash Bandicoot is like a schizoid, uh, like, badass kind of. What a dick. What a... Yeah. Douchey... Exactly. exactly. Did you not see the the weird Crash Bandicoot uh, TV commercials? No. Okay, dude. You're going to have to look them up later. Okay. Okay. It's this dude in a a full-blown Crash Bandicoot costume. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, like, he constantly just has, like... Like he's like sitting on a beach with like a, a martini or something. Oh yeah. And there's like these like bikini clad women all around him. And it was like Crush Bandicoot. <laughs> like that was like that was that was like the game advertised. Like it's not, it didn't even like show gameplay. Like <laughs> Um But yeah, man, uh overall Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Tooie are better games by far. Uh, unfortunately, Crash Bandicoot's a, a better character, and I feel like Banjo Kazooie was more designed for like younger audiences. So, 
And that was one of the reasons why I like Crash Bandicoot because it was very innovative and it was more geared toward an older audience yes. that wanted to find a different platform to play on. It was an innovative platform. Yeah, like it was definitely um, Spyro and Crash Bandicoot were were some of the best things to ever happen to PlayStation. Like they they would not have been as successful we would not be talking about a ps5 if it weren't for those games <laughs> so this one this next matchup is gonna be weird i don't know what you're gonna think about this one but we got sly cooper mr sly cooper versus sir daniel fortresque Oh, from medieval. From medieval. Okay, so I um I can't really comment too much on Sly Cooper because I know, no one played it. I didn't play it. Who who do you know that played it? Uh, Mickey, my buddy. He Mickey. plays everything. He, well, he's, <laughs> he's he's a big PlayStation fan. Okay, too. he really well. Like I have to. I'm essentially gonna have to judge Sly Cooper. Off how much my friend likes Sly Cooper. And he really, really likes Sly Cooper. So, supposedly, the games for Sly Cooper are really well done. But I don't. I really don't know anyone that's played them. Except your friend. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> I, I know. But, I mean, but oh, uh, he's, it's, he's a huge character. Like, we both know the names, don't we? Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what, uh, that is weird though that we know the name. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you the name of the of the main character of Medieval, but I'll never ever forget his face. And I play. I definitely played that game. <laughs> so that one's a hard. You one. You know they're doing a remaster of it. Of a Medieval. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, dude. I'm I'm excited. Ed Ray, have you played either of these games, and who would you choose? I don't know anything about uh, the Sir Daniel stuff from Medieval, but I have seen gameplay footage of Sly Cooper, and I think it's a, I think it's just your run-of-the-mill platformer game compared to what happened back in the old days from the PlayStation and some Nintendo games. Is there, Ed Ray? Would you say there's any difference between like Jack and Daxter and like Sly Cooper? Well, I think Jack and Daxter was a little more edgy compared to Sly Cooper. Yeah. I feel like I feel like PlayStation just kind of they they had they went around that era, they were trying to create new franchises. And I think they just threw a bunch of stuff out there and then whatever was successful stuck. Yeah, and that was what subsequently helped Sony become the king of video games because Unlike Nintendo, Sony was not afraid to take risk in terms of first-party development, sometimes second-party development. Yeah. And, I mean, you can look at these games and you can see that because phew, some of these games were not good games. Like Sly Cooper, uh, I mean, this picture I'm seeing of Sly Cooper looks pretty good. Well, yeah, that's what I'm getting. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm actually criticizing Medieval. Like yeah, medi- yeah, medieval, medieval isn't good. At med- all. Medieval isn't a good game, which is sad. But what what what, what did that come on? It was original PlayStation. PS1? Yeah, it was what's Sly Cooper? 
Sly Cooper, I want to say, was either PS2 or PS3. Oh, okay. Like, he was more of a new I thought character. he was PS1. He came out he around PS2, the same yeah. time as, I think he was a little bit later than Jack and Daxter and Ratchet and Clank. Okay. And I don't know, like, I don't, that's what I'm saying. So that's why out, I didn't, I didn't play it because it was like, he came out right. I played Jack and Daxter and I played a little bit of Ratchet right. and Clank. That is what it is. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's hard, who's the better character? It's hard to... Sly Cooper? Because he's more known? No, I'm not going to say that because I like... I'm going to go off of who I like more, and I like the character from Medieval way more than I like Sly Cooper. Ed Ray, you said who? I want to say Sly Cooper. Gosh, damn it. I know. <sighs> Which one did you play, Adam? I Honestly, I played Medieval. Have you played? You haven't played. I didn't play Sly Cooper. Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't play it. Medieval. Okay, so if you can say, I know, I I know more people. I know more people that like the medieval character. Really? Than people that have played or even care about Sly Cooper. (laughs) Okay, so I'll give you this: if you can tell me his name off the top of your head again, Sir Daniel Fortesk. Okay, then I'll say that he wins. Okay, he wins. Daniel Fortesque? Daniel Fortesque. Okay. Sir Daniel Fortesque. Okay, Sly Cooper fans are going to be so fucking mad at us, dude. Because they're going to go back and they're going to look at Medieval and they're going to be like, what the fuck is this stupid shit? So So we have one more matchup. Before we go into the final rounds, so there's, I mean, there's only been like one character outside of no, there's two characters uh, that you've done outside outside of PlayStation. Oh no, yeah. So this this one's gonna go a little bit um a little bit older. We're gonna go a little bit older for these next this next one because uh, basically I have we're gonna do this we're gonna do like these little battles and then they're gonna culminate to a Big battle, and then the two winners will go against each other. Okay. But there's like a mega boss battle at the end. Okay. That we're going to talk about. But we're going to get to this. Okay. So, next ratch up is The Tick. The Tick game. The Tick? Was that on Sega? Sega? Yeah, no, Super Nintendo. Well, uh, it may have been on Sega as well, but I, I mean, I didn't, it was, I, it was it on was, Genesis. It was definitely on Super Nintendo. Yeah, it was on Genesis. The Tick, or Earthworm Jim. Oh my God. Okay. See, here's the problem here. Here's the, I'll go first. I'll go first. The problem here is... The Tick. The Tick TV show. The Tick animated TV show. Okay. Is one of the best animated TV shows ever created. Still to this day, I sometimes, when no one else is around, I'll be sitting in my house and I'll just yell, Spoon! Spoon! But I will never, ever forget the feeling of, like, 
digging up an earthworm <clears throat> in my front yard and then pretending like it was fighting a goldfish. <laughs> if if you've ever if you've yes. ever read the comics or you know anything about earthworm jumps first level, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking. Earthworm Jam has some of the craziest levels too. Yeah, yeah. Crazy See, and that's levels. that's what I'm getting at. Is like the ticks game was really good. It was a really good game, and the tick as a character, I definitely fucking like the tick more. But he's a comic book character. He's not really a game character. Okay. The tick. In fact, he's had more TV shows than he had than he's had games. So I wouldn't even attribute him to that. I think he should be disqualified, honestly. Okay. Um, but Earthworm Jim, like, he's had two. The first game, his first game was really good. Oh, his he, second he had a third game was one okay. On his, yeah, yeah, yeah. The third one, like, not many people played, and oh. the re, they tried. They made it like it was when all the games were trying to like. Uh, 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 make them the switch to 3D, okay. and some of them didn't do it well. And Earthworm Jim 3D was not well done. Okay, and that's why that's why you don't hear about Earthworm Jim anymore. But I think they are actually planning on bringing him back. Oh, that'd be cool. That's awesome. Didn't they? Uh, did you ever play the uh, Clay Fighter games? Yes, I believe as a promotional thing they included Earthworm Jim. That's fucking cool. Yeah, in in that game, I want to say. Oh. Ed Ray, did you, you could, play these games? Oh, I played the Tick. I remember the Tick. It was a, it was an insanely difficult game, especially toward the end of it. As far as uh, Earthworm Jim is concerned, yeah, it was a very innovative game for its time. But it was a very insane game, too. It was more insane than Toe Jam and Earl, but the gameplay was overall fun, and I think the character was very original for uh, Sega. Who would you give the um, the point that, to? Wait, so did Earthworm Jim, did that originate on Sega? Because I knew it was on Super Nintendo as well. They were both on Sega, yeah. They were both on Sega and Super Nintendo. Yeah, well, I just remember the Sega edition... But I'm just saying that Earthworm Jim was a very insane game that was more insane than Toe Jam and Earl. What happened in Toe Jam and Earl? What is that? What's that? Toe Jam and Earl? What is this? Uh, Toe Jam and Earl was a platformer uh, very similar to Earthworm Jim. Okay. Yeah, but you're, you, you, it was based Wasn't the off Tick of a platformer? On these all yeah, platformers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Tick and the uh, Earthworm Jim were very similar in gameplay. No, but the, yeah. the Earthworm Jim had crazy yeah. ass. It just had the crazy ass, weird level. Ticky punched though. Like Earthworm Jim, you had a gun, okay. so so that was the main difference. Earth like Tick, you just like punched, and you just like like Ed Ray is completely right. Fucking Tick was really hard. Oh, it was a hard like, game. Yeah, man. Like the first and second level were like kind of they gave it to you to get you used to the world, yeah. and then, um. It was really good because you could uh, call in guest characters okay. from like the series. So like, <laughs> there's this character called uh, like he's supposed to be Batman, but they call him Ratman, <laughs> and like he's essentially just like he's like a, he looks like his character looks like a legit bat, 
<laughs> so he's got like the legit bat ears and it's the the whole thing is just it's hilarious like the writers and the developers for tick are are just they're great a they're top what where are games like with this kind of writing in them well you gotta they're remember all more realistic you now, gotta remember that that one was based off of like a comic book like but all tick these games earthworm jim you don't see anything like Earthworm Jim anymore. No. You, don't, you don't really see anything like any of these characters. I feel I feel like um, I feel like the '90s, because like all these video games are from the '90s, and I feel like there was just a different style of creative uh, ingenuity whenever it came to characters. Because um, I mean, like, look at Earthworm Jim. Like, he's in he's like literally just a worm, but he's in like this like like robotic body always like muscle body yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you and like if you ever like if you remember like whenever he he can he can attack he like he grabs the top of the the worm yeah and then he uses his own body he uses the worm as a whip so he uses like he whips himself (laughs) with the body and then puts himself back into his body (laughs) and then shoots with guns like so like the character design is super cool. <laughs> he's a, he, he's honestly like a better character. So yeah, I I give the uh, point to Earthworm Jim. Yeah, I think I, I think I remember the game even better too. So, Ed Ray, who's your point to? What'd you say? I'm gonna go with Earthworm Jim. So Earthworm Jim. And it's rare that we're all in unison here, and uh, I think we all are. Okay, so moving on. The we we we've talked we've talked quite a bit about all these characters so far. Yeah. So let's um let's try to like just you know give a brief explanation of why we're gonna choose who we choose I guess. Okay. And um for these next one few a couple rounds, uh, Earthworm Jim versus Daniel Fortesque. Okay. Um. I guess I, I, I'm going to Earthworm Jim because yeah. I like the character more and I feel like he's more memorable. Like, I can... The levels are better. The levels are better for fucking Sega Genesis. Yeah. That, yeah, exactly. Because Medieval's levels, like, if we're being honest, dude, it was like the entire game was you were playing in a graveyard. Yeah. It was like a graveyard or a castle. It was very... It was very medieval. Like, that's what they were going for. That was the tone. And it was very bland because they couldn't do much with the PlayStation 1 graphics. That's right. just it. It it honestly looked like a Resident Evil game, except you were a, uh, a skeleton warrior. <laughs> like, that's what it looked like. It wasn't, it was, it wasn't a good game. Like, it's just the character is yeah. super fun. Like, I love... Yeah, the character has, like, it has a cult following. Yeah. I, like, I, I, love, I love him. He's funny. Yeah. He's hilarious. Like, his head falls off all the time. <laughs> but Earthworm Jim can also make yeah. his head fall off. Yeah, whip his body. And he can whip his body. Yeah. Uh, Ed Ray, would you agree? I say Earthworm Jim. Okay. Moving on, we got, um, we're going to go ahead and do, we're going to do Gex versus Spyro. Oh my god, that's hard, dude. I guess, uh, what's weird is, I hate, I hate the original design and look of Spyro. He's so 
kid-like. And I think when he came out, I was like done with the kid-like stuff. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, he it definitely... Sparrow definitely came out in the years where we were well, I'm like where I'm, we were like this I'm not on. doing with this yeah. yeah like like there was also games like Tekken 3 out yeah, at right. the same time like <laughs> but, or uh, like shooter games like Metal Gear but Solid but such like a he 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 connected more I guess obviously there's 30 yeah. of the, there's yeah. however many games well, he has and this is the thing. But then like, Gex was offensive and can't make, get more games. Spyro, <laughs> Spyro was a, a decent character. It was like Spyro was a textbook good uh, face character for PlayStation. But he like he didn't have much personality and it was very one-dimensional. Like Spyro is Sonic except a dragon. Okay. Like that's that's his character. Like he's not like a very well-developed character. Um, the level design for Spyro was awesome. It was very fluid. The gameplay mechanics were very fun. I mean, that's that's it. Gex. Gex has one good game, and it's very <laughs> controversial. <laughs> And the char- the, char- the character is so cool. The character so exactly cool. like the character Gex is way cooler than Spyro. He is like I fucking like I'm gonna pick Gex for this. Okay. But like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kid myself. Spyro would win every single time. Like that's just it. Like Gex had one good game. Spyro had two two to three good games. Well, I, I feel like they gave Spyro more chances. <laughs> yeah, they they definitely did. No, no, that's yeah, the thing, Skylanders. though. Dude, but Gex had just as many chances. They just fucked it up twice. They only did it good once, and then that they kind of fucked that one up too. <laughs> like, <laughs> anyway, what's your thoughts on uh, Gex and Gex and Spyro? As good as Spyro is, I think Gex was a little more edgy and could have been more. So who'd you go with? I'd have to go with Gex in this case. Okay. Holy shit, Gex just beat Spyro yeah. in our thing? Gex beat Spyro. Oh, man. That's, uh, Spyro people are that's awesome. mad. Dude, they're going to be really mad. And for just for justified reasons, because Spyro is Spyro's a much better game. Gex is just... Dude, He's go back to... Bring, bring up that picture of him in the fucking spy suit. He's so cool. <laughs> bring up like Gex. That, that should be our new 007. Right, Gex? <laughs> Uh, it brings up Gex International Reviews. <laughs> no, don't. Don't. Okay, I mean, I guess so. It's whatever. <laughs> Gex. I guarantee most of them are going to be like a four. Like, most of the ratings are going to be four. The original... See, that's... Look. The the picture on the right over there. The Did second I'm... picture down on the right. On the far right. All the way over. Second picture down on the far right. You're on the right, brother. You're on the right. Yeah, yeah that one. That one. This one. Yes. This one. Up. Yes, that one. That's the poster and stuff for like the original. You see you see the difference? Yeah. That's that's what I'm saying. Like Croc like the original Croc beat the original Gex. Gex shouldn't win this. Spyro should win this. But I'm still going with Gex cuz Gex 3 was so cool. <laughs> okay. 
Gex, Gex moves forward. Um, next up, we have the fun Crash Bandicoot versus Conquer. Oh my god. These are getting tough now. I went first last time, so I guess uh, you two can go first. Okay. Um, like you keep saying, I hate... What's funny, though, compared to the, the two games, I think I... Man, just that first level, I, I that that I was just I I didn't want to I didn't want to keep playing. I didn't want to keep playing. Um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day. When I was trying to play it the last time I played it, and but the character I love the character. That's what sucks. I love the character. And I love everything about the like the weird things about the game, like the cutscenes. I like the cutscenes. Yeah. And stuff like that, and the weird, and the weird um, levels where you're parroting the Matrix and things like that, and it's like, uh, sorry, but the game was kind of like a lame Zelda, <laughs> or like a like a <laughs> like a like a <laughs> like a, it. They were like Zelda levels, but like. Uh, but you're playing as a fucking stupid squirrel. <laughs> squirrel, and you're in a small, in a smaller like a Mario 64. It's like Mario. I don't know. I but it was, it was like it was like Zelda challenges, like when you do like Zelda challenge levels, but like Mario 64, but like in a very tight yeah. space. So it's like it was like, so it just. I get that it was innovative, and it was like you know. Are edgy, and it's probably really good. But like, I I obviously wasn't allowed to play it, or I was never bought that game. It, yeah. was, it wasn't even that I wasn't allowed to play. I just was never that game was never I was never obtained that game to play myself. So anytime I ever seen it or played it, it at someone else's house, and they would only play the fucking Matrix level over and over. So I actually. <laughs> So actually, I never saw. So, so you've never, yeah. You've so never I never, I never before. saw the other parts of the game until I tried to play it on that ROM, and I was like, "Man, where are those cool? <laughs> where's all the yeah. weird levels that I've yeah, seen people dude. play over and over?" Because they wouldn't play the rest of the game; they would only play that one part. Yeah. Or they would put in the cheat codes, the weird, you know. And I was like, I can't remember the cheat codes either. So, <laughs> so I'm like, "Fuck it." Fucking fuck this game! I just stopped playing. I'm like, I can't even figure out. This. It's like a puzzle game. <laughs> it's like a weird puzzle game. It's not, and there's like, there's not really any jokes going on. I thought it was gonna be funny the entire time. It's like not really funny. So I, I had high expectations because of that, like, of like little things I've seen. Then when I started playing, I was like, man, it's not that great. It's just kind of no. basic. And I don't, I don't understand why I was so offensive. No, it's actual, it's actually not like a very good game at all. Like it isn't like it. It was okay, and it, it was it's still made by Rare, so it's still a good game. But yeah, there I mean, were, no, there were definitely parts where it drug. Yeah, and the reason why it was so big at the time, the reason why people kept playing, is because they knew right around the corner was going to be a poop joke or <laughs> boobs, <laughs> or it might say the f word. <laughs> Like, or shit. Not like, like for real. Like, yeah. I remember, um, like, the reason why I played the game on the N64 
was because I had like I took a rent card. Yeah. Like for like these most people don't know this, but back in the day in the nineties to two thousands, guys, there were places where you could go and you could rent movies and video games. I know the it, the concept is in, insane. <laughs> it was like a red box, except it was a whole store. Exactly. Yeah. So um, they didn't always check ID or anything like that. If you had a card, a membership card with a place, you could bring a membership card, and if you had the money, you could just kind of rent whatever with the membership card. So there was a weekend where I took a membership card and the money and rented Congress Bad Fur Day. And so that's why I got to play it on the N64. My parents were never okay with it. I had to play it at a friend's house where we played it super, super low, super, super late. And it was like that. The reason why we kept playing was because we wanted to see all the edgy content that we had heard so much about. Right. But like, that's it. It's not like the level design system isn't groundbreaking. Like Crash Bandicoot made the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> like, like so Crash, Crash, Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot wins there. Yeah, Crash wins. Crash just Crash Bandicoot. But and Conquer Conquer is I want Conquer. I like Conquer's character more, but that's because I we was had a one kid game at too, the time. so yeah. Do- we don't have much development on him. No, we can't. We can't sit there and argue. Like I don't, if, I don't think he had that. He had much publicity because he was fucking ill. Besides, like word of mouth. Yeah, word was, of mouth and the fact that he was in Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah, he was probably one of the best characters to play as in Diddy Kong Racing. So, uh, we're here. Earthworm, Earthworm Jim, Crash Bandicoot, and Gex. Ed Ray, let you go first. This is going to be the toughest thing I'm going to have to say, but you're not going to like it, but I'm going to have to say Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot? Yeah, I don't I don't think that there's okay. a question here. You're right, honestly. Because uh, Gex, Gex, as much as Gex I think dead. that Gex is a cool, awesome character, dude, Crash Bandicoot's a cool, awesome but, character uh, see, as well. But did Gex come first or Crash? The original Gex came first, yes. Because the original so, Gex, I believe, may have even been on the Game Boy. Wait, wait, was Crash Bandicoot on PS1 or 2? PS1. PS1, and Gex was on PS1 originally? No, the original Gex, I believe, was on, like, like Game Boy. Oh, okay. Like, it, look at it. It wasn't a good game. <laughs> I'm telling you. It Gex, was Gex, Gex 2 and Gex 3 were on the PlayStation. Okay. Later than Crash Bandicoot. I mean, yeah, I mean, y'all just voted, so Crash, Crash moves forward. I don't even, uh, poor Earthworm Jim. I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, it's a good, it's a good toss up, but like, if you would have asked me in the 90s, in yeah. the 90s, I would have said Earthworm Jim yeah. over the other two characters for sure. Because I guess no one even Earthworm Jim was, remembers Earthworm Jim, probably. No, yeah, nowadays, no, nah, they don't. I don't even care about them anymore. Probably, probably not. Well, I mean that's not true oh, though, no, because no, yeah, supposedly like the they clay, are supposed clay, to be yeah. clay fighters. Per, they and they're they're also supposed to be bringing them back for. Uh, I mean, people care they're about. Supposed to be making a new Earthworm Jim. Apparently, people care about Banjo Kazooie more than Earthworm Jim, and we pushed 
Banjo Kazooie out. So well, Arbor I would, Drum has to lose. I mean, look, but, <laughs> but look who Banjo. You, this is a problem. Banjo Kazooie would be right here, right now. But you put him up against Crash Bandicoot. Right. Oh, which you're is, right. You're right. You're which right. is PlayStation's like possibly strongest character. Yeah. I mean, like the only other PlayStation character that could rival Crash Bandicoot is Spyro. Right. And <laughs> with Gex. Okay. But that's just because we're all spiteful. So uh, we're going to figure out who Crash Bandicoot is going against with the big one. We have Sonic versus Mario. Oh, my God. <laughs> is this like the start of a new bracket? No, no, or no. Or is this like... This is like... The, 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 like this is like a king battle and then Crash Bandicoot. Basically, we got to figure... First of all, let's let's go ahead and say, is Crash Bandicoot better than Sonic or Mario? It's, um, I can't say, man. I honestly think at this point, I personally would view that would view Crash Bandicoot near the same level as Sonic and Mario. And I mean, so let's let's debate Sonic and Mario though. Okay, that's what we're doing. So you got to look at Sonic and Mario based on uh, uh, because if you sit here and you say which one's a better character over time or whatever, like I think Sonic's a better character, but Mar. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mario's obviously the biggest name recognition in video gaming history. He is, but also he's just an Italian plumber with a red. (laughs) jumpsuit and red hat um you have to look at games from the past which i think are obviously their strong suit but games from more modern times is where we're really gonna find out who is better (laughs) because i'm not gonna lie dude um like, Sonic has not made a good game in years. In ye- Sonic Mania was good. Sonic okay. Mania was good, but, like, how many games did they fuck up before they got to Sonic Mania? Which is, like, <laughs> Sonic Mania was just us saying, hey, guys, why don't you give us, like, the Sonic that we liked? And they were like, okay. And then it did well. And they're like, oh yeah, Sonic Mania, woo! I guess it's hard to do. How would you do a Sonic game? Now. Um, I don't know, man. Should it be like a, should it be like a weird, like, Grand Theft Auto game where you could just run really fast and you're a hedgehog? <laughs> I mean. Yeah. No, no, like, <laughs> legit, cool. like, a legit, I think that that's what I it feel should like, be. I feel like they're, I feel like they're confused. Like, they almost, they almost try to make racing games. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Like, like the style of racing games, in a sense, you're just like running really fast. And and I know like the the main like part of the fun of the main game, like the original series, is the fact that you could kind of try and ra- like once you knew how to beat Sonic the Hedgehog, mm-hmm. like your main thing was to either. A, figure out how to get all the Chaos Emeralds for the next run, or try and beat your times. So in a sense, like, I see how they, they like, went towards that, mm-hmm. but, dude, like, I mean, I wouldn't even consider Sonic Adventure too good, 
And I, <laughs> like, I think the Sonic Adventure is a good game, but it's, I don't even think that should be a Sonic game. Like, it's not. And, a, like, what's, what? I mean, y'all are, y'all, Ed, this Ed is, these are the two biggest gaming characters in, like, I like know. in history. Please give, give y'all's thoughts Give your well. thoughts on Sonic and Mario and who's the better character and why. Well, let's see, my thoughts. Mario is just a cliched plumber who made it, who got, who became successful because Nintendo marketed the Mario franchise very well. But Sonic, on the other hand, was far superior in terms of gameplay, storyline, and yeah, you had some bad, you had some bad Sonic games like Sonic Next Gen, Sonic and the Secret Ring, Sonic Labyrinth. And I think Sonic Genesis for the Game Boy Advance because of the 15th anniversary special. But even after Sonic Next Gen, you had a lot of classic Sonic games like Sonic Advance, Sonic Rush, Sonic Color, Sonic Generation, Sonic 4. Sega knows when to make Sonic games correctly because even though they are no longer a gaming company that creates consoles, they still have an opportunity as a third-party developer to overlook their games wherever they make mistakes, you know, and that's why after Sonic 06, even though they, uh, the Sonic fan base didn't recover very well, Sega tried. Sega tried very hard with Sonic, and if you've played Sonic Colors or Sonic Generations or Sonic 4, you know that the gameplay is very good, very entertaining, and like Eamon said, Sonic Mania was a big hit recently so what would you say what would you say about sonic heroes sonic heroes could have been something big you know as far as the shift in the voice acting it was pretty tough i mean after after the original voice of dr robotnik dean bistro uh passed away it was hard to get used to uh jason griffiths as the voice of sonic but after a while, people just got over it. You know who people they people adjust. You know who they should have gotten to reprise the role. Jaleel White. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was gonna say, dude. That like from here until yeah. the end of time. Yeah, well, the I voice mean, of Steve Urkel. Yeah, yeah. Hey, if we're talking about characters, you're too slow. Shouldn't we say that? Uh, I mean, Sonic had the best. Chili dogs. I mean, I guess we haven't seen the movie yet, but I mean, Sonic, TV wise, even character wise, is better than Mario. See, and, and that's that's the thing here, is like, Sonic, as a multi-platform marketed advertisement, I think that Sonic is stronger than Mario in that yeah. suit. And let me, let me tell Mario, you... Mario, though, I think has much better games. Don't they kind of like um, rift him with a, at a Wreck-It Ralph? Cause it's funny because they show Sonic and Sonic oh, and Sonic, they? and technically, the plumber could could be anybody, and that's why Fix It Felix is obviously a fake Mario. Okay. And I just feel like Mario could be anybody. Okay. So this now, is a good character. Now hold on just a second. I'm gonna say this. As much as I like Mario, there's one major complaint about Mario that has been going on for 30 years that their storyline is cliched every time. <laughs> You play Mario, you just play through levels, you beat Bowser, and in the end, all you do is save a princess. I mean, it gets boring after a while, and that's why I, mean, I do not care about the Mario franchise anymore. Can you... 
Can we give Sonic? Who, who has a better can we give uh, Sonic? modern theme song? Super Mario uh, Deluxe, where it's like bop, bop, or Sonic Heroes, where it's Sonic Heroes, Sonic Heroes. <laughs> can we agree? I, uh, I remember can back in. I remember disavowing Sonic the second I rented and put Sonic Heroes into my gaming system because the opening theme song i'm not shitting you is exactly that sonic heroes and then you immediately drop down into a slide going down where like you and two other you can switch out your characters which is kind of cool and they introduced like the chaotix Mm -hmm. uh, like knuckles team or whatever but bad games bad games mario has better games at least they tried things that's true. No, no, no. I don't. I, Did Sonic try something different? It's, it's hard to. It's hard to criticize the the want for innovation because I do appreciate I mean, after, the fact that they've after, they've done so much. They've done like a, a pinball game, Sonic Spinball. After Mario sixty four, what is Mario doing? Because Mar- every game is Mario sixty four, just new, just redone. I mean, you're the one that played. Uh, you played uh, Odyssey, right? Yeah, I've been playing Odyssey. It's Mario so, 64. So far, everyone that I've talked to have said that since Mario 64, the two best Mario games are Galaxy and Odyssey. I haven't played Literally Odyssey. Literally 64. Really? They're like the same thing? In style-wise? Yeah. I mean, you're not jumping in paintings. I mean, but I mean, it's, I mean, it's the same. You're beating villains the same way. You're, you know... You're doing almost the same stuff. Like they, How many games does Mario have? Like a million. How many games does Sonic have? Like t- 15. How many games does Crash Bandicoot have? Three. Here's my point. <laughs> I feel like... Because Crash Bandicoot is... A, he, no, Crash no, Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot is Crash a third generation. He's like the third generation of gaming. Because you had Mario and Sonic were Nintendo and Sega. Yeah. Then it progressed. The second generation was like N64. Third one Mario. was like, you know, like. Still. And su- or Super Nintendo. I guess Zelda. Su- Super Nintendo N64. <laughs> and then shortly after N64, the new generation of CD ROMs was released with PlayStation. And that's whenever Crash Bandicoot came out. That was Gex and- first. <laughs> yeah, Gex. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if Crash Bandicoot had more time, that he would have a much stronger foothold. He only has three games. He has time. That's he should have more games already. Exactly, but that's not his fault. That's PlayStation's fault. You know, like they had the opportunity to do it, but they what didn't. What characters they, have they do? They have Spyro. They've been making millions of fucking Spyro no, games. No, they only made the three Spyro games and Skylanders, and they, and they make all these down extra downloads. But Skylanders a, is Spyro. But that's the thing. But Skylanders is is yeah, not a place that's not PlayStation affiliated. What is it? It's uh, I don't. I forget the name of the company. I can't. I can't tell you. Okay. But Skylanders didn't even release on like a PlayStation form. That was like an Wii or something. Yeah. That was like the Wii. Like who like Spyro? Spyro was dead in the water. Are you sure Spyro was PlayStation only? Um he was back in the day. He was mm. PlayStation only. Now 
I want to say they've made it multi-platform, but they also did the same thing with Crash Bandicoot. Because, like, they're both on Nintendo, I want to say, as well now. I don't know, man. It's hard. It's hard to say. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw down uh, Sonic. I think Sonic's just a better character okay, than Mario. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so see, just... but if you want to talk better games, like you can't, you cannot beat Mario. You cannot beat Super Mario Brothers Three. Super Mario Brothers Three is probably the best game ever created. I liked Sonic Three too. Like I really did. I like Sonic Two. Sonic Ed 2 Ray, was my think, favorite game. Ed Ray, do you think that um, who took more chances, Sonic or Sonic or Mario? Sonic, obviously. Like I said, Mario is cliche. But uh, how come I always see you playing Mario more than Sonic? Or is it just harder to get <laughs> Sonic games? It's because Mario is a better game. That's the thing. Sonic is a cooler character. Mario is a better game. Is that true, Ed Ray? Yeah, because Nintendo markets Mario better than Sega markets Sonic. You can't say marketing makes something a better game. I'm sorry. How much money does Nintendo spend on Mario every time Mario games are developed? How about gameplay? Who has the it better gameplay? It does game really. Play? Sonic has the better gameplay. You think that? I think I think that Sonic Two and Sonic Three, Sonic Two was my favorite video game growing up. I mean, is Sonic just fast Mario? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you want an honest answer? Yeah. <laughs> I like Sonic, too. I hope his, I hope his movie's fucking do good. Yeah, I hope his I movie hope does so. good and they don't do it. I guess Sonic was, I mean, uh, Sega was like, well... Nintendo did do that horrible Mario's movie, so maybe we should do a horrible. You know what I was Sonic thinking about movie? the other day, dude? Okay, this is a little off topic, but I was watching Mythbusters, mm-hmm. and um, not not Adam Savage, but the other guy. Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? The one that wears the uh, the weird 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 French cap, the artist artist cap. Yes. Would he not be the best fucking Doctor Robotnik in existence? Like, he even, like, in one he of the episodes I was watching, he's wearing the Dr. Robotnik goggles. I was like, what the fuck? Like, why is, uh, why, how, how has no one seen this connection? So, <laughs> so did Sonic win the character? Is he better than Crash? <clears throat> Are you saying that character-wise, Sonic beats everybody? Character-wise, Sonic beats everybody. Game-wise, he has weaker games. Overall... Than- Mario has more better games. Overall. I think it's. I think but, Sonic might have worse games than some of the other games we talked. About. No, that's for real. That's yeah. You're exactly right. If you would have said Banjo Kazooie versus Sonic's games, I would have said Banjo Kazooie right. because it's better gameplay. Right. Like <laughs> Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> It's just a linear. It's just, really, it's a, really one of the best the, characters do they ever get developed. Less linear? Yes, yes. Crash Bandicoot Three is actually uh, like you can go through and pick which worlds you want to play. Okay. You don't even have to play as Crash. You can play as a sister for some of them. Um, uh, so it introduces like water levels okay. and stuff like that. 
Um, and the replay value is insane. Like, when you play through Mario and you beat Mario, and then you go back to play through Mario again, like, there's nothing different. There's nothing different. It's just you playing Mario again, mm-hmm. and your actions are different because that's how it is. Sonic, when you play through and you beat Sonic, you can then go back if you know what like if you know how to play you can do it in your first run but most people don't know like if you get the 100 rings and stuff and get all the chaos emeralds then you can play through as supersonic and be just overpowered through the whole, the <laughs> entire game so there's like replay value in the sense that the game mechanics change mm-hmm. uh crash bandicoot is like it does the same thing for sonic except like multiplies it a bit like you go through and there's gems to collect there's time trials to do like in order to beat the levels Mm -hmm. um there's golden gems for for some of them um and there's boss fights like like i don't know man like what's the boss fight in mario like um dodge yeah dodge Yeah, yeah yeah he has no attacks does he Mar- oh, he, he has the, the jump and he can, like, power down or whatever. That's not really attack. You, you get hit, you're done. Yeah. I mean, I'm, talk- I'm like- talking about their their opening platform games, like... Jump. Fireball, yeah, I guess, jump, when he gets a jump. power power-ups. Sonic, he just, like... He's a fucking buzzsaw. I'm like... Fucking destroys people. Yeah. Destroys uh, critters. Evil critters. <laughs> creatures. Who who is his who is his enemies? Who? Sonic. Sonics. Who's he best? Robots. Is robots? Yeah, Doctor Robotnik. He. Uh, it's kind of fucked up. He he takes like all of the the forest and woodland yeah, the forest creatures, and, and he turns them into he turns them into robots, and then makes them kill the other forest creatures. <laughs> And uh, and then Sonic will, use, dude. There was I was I was playing Sonic the other day and it was horrible because uh, like it was a sky zone mm-hmm. where like these robots were flying at at you and you're you're actually standing on top of the ship and you'll jump and like you can jump and attack and the ship will catch up underneath you and catch you so like you can be like constantly doing that right so I go and I jump and I kill one of the robots. And it turns into a bird and then kind of falls off screen and you're like, oh, wow, a bird. That's safe. Okay. And then I did the same thing to another one and it was a turtle. And then it fell off screen. Oh, God. And it's like, you oh, killed that turtle. no. <laughs> you killed the freaking yeah, turtle. Yeah, dude. That's in the original ones. Do, do, yeah. do that in new ones? Uh, the new ones, um, that's, Are it's there hard any, for me to say. enemies? Ed, Ed Ray's played more of the new ones than I have. Okay. The, cl- the most recent one I played was Sonic Mania, and before that was Sonic Adventure 2. Okay. And Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, they did, they made it to where the, the animals that you unlock or whatever, you can actually, like, give those to your, like, uh, your, your pets. Mm-hmm. And your pets, like, your mini pets, like, look changes over time based on that. It was a real, that was a, probably the best mechanic of the Sega Dreamcast. <laughs> like, well, so overall, I guess um, you're saying Sonic 
but in a yeah. in a controversial fashion because these are so it's yeah. so hard to choose. It really is. It's hard to choose. I I I don't think that like I don't think that Mario is a creative character. I don't. I like. I think that it's not uh, creative. Speak for yourself. They made Mario creative. The Mario, Mario Maker. Yeah, Mario yeah, yeah. Maker. No, that's not what I mean. Make I your meant, own I meant island. Like, it's like a. It's kind of a bad stereotype. Like Mario's like a bad stereotype. Yeah. Okay. Like it's Sonic. funny he gets away with it, but fucking Gex doesn't. Yeah. No. What no. Gex got. Well, Gex. Uh, Gex crossed the line on several <laughs> things. Like the front cover of Gex Three is like just him and Pamela Anderson in a skin tight suit, like. <laughs> See, at least Gex, he didn't have to be in a fake suit to pose with women like fucking Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) (laughs) See, and it's like, I feel like, I feel like if Crash was introduced on the same platforms as these characters, Mm -hmm. Crash Crash might have beat him. But the problem is, is we could almost say the same about almost all these other creatures, Uh, like Spyro probably would have been way way better if it was released on like nintendo as well banjo kazooie if that was released on the original nintendo there'd be no argument that would be the best you know what i'm saying yeah like so it was just you think it was all just timing i do but the that's what i'm saying the lasting power of the character sonic the hedgehog this bs what about earthworm jim and the tick earthworm jim those, and the are, tick? those were probably released before all these fucking characters no, uh, it's around the same time. Super Nintendo. The problem is, is that the re like the reason why Crash isn't better is because PlayStation didn't put any more than what they did. Why did they? It. You think it would? You think it did? And good. Na- Naughty Dog changed the because the right now Naughty Dog doesn't even own Crash Bandicoot anymore. Okay. The original developers for Naughty Dog went off later. I don't know if you know this. But created um, the Nathan Drake series. Oh, what are those Uncharted? games? Uncharted. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, like, like is and, that even? And, and are I'm, those even similar games? Like, I don't. I guess so. <laughs> yeah. Like. I mean, if you think about it. Yeah. I can see the similarities. Like they both jump. <laughs> <laughs> they both jump but, and spin. I guess, so, but Uncharted became the new PlayStation thing. Mm-hmm. That's because I think that they they Tomb Raider that him Tomb Raider I guess kind of like how um, uh, Microsoft bought Master Chief and like uh, the Gears of War franchise and stuff like that is what happened with Crash Bandicoot. So and I guess the Nathan Drake series, Uncharted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, well. This, this is a fun episode. So, yeah, like, sorry, sorry. I know there's going to be a lot of pissed off people. There also <laughs> might be a lot of people that don't just don't give a shit. They're like, what are these people talking about? That Green Zebra was pretty good. Green, uh, yeah. Um, did we give it a rating? I give it a nine. I'm giving it a nine as well yeah. because it, like, the flavors were just. It's I, just like, it's, it, was, it was a very relaxing beer and you could just sit here and. Yeah. Immediately, it was too much because I tried to like get a big gulp of it. Yeah, and then after that, I kind of slowly sipped sip it, it like wine. Yeah, and it was phenomenal. Or like a cider, sip it like a cider. Mm-hmm. Really good, really good. But you know what? You should try it because that's 
That's just our opinion. Yeah, that's our opinions. And that's fine. Because all we've got here are opinions and beer. I wish there was more opinions and beer to hear. No way you can surprise us. For more opinions and beer.